Hi, this is Jamie Crawford, Worldwide Evangelist with Breakthrough Ministries, pastor of Epicenter Church in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Thanks for downloading our Wow God podcast. Make sure to subscribe to get our latest podcast. We appreciate your partnership. It helps keep our ministry going. We hope you enjoy our podcast. Uh, How many came expecting? Did you come expecting for a word? You know, when we... We receive a word from God. It just changes us from the inside out. Amen. It changes us from the inside out. You know, the last uh, couple weeks we've been uh, the, the the messages have just been tying together, and 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 I'm kind of going off of what I preached on Sunday morning uh, tonight. Uh, uh, two weeks ago, or a couple weeks ago, I preached on a Sunday morning about the anointing. And then last uh, Thursday night, I talked about turnaround anointing. And I, I, I'm telling you, there's some people that have received a turnaround anointing. And, and man, I, I love what Miss Andrea has done as she's been praying for uh, uh, Pastor Dan in, in Colorado as he's been in the hospital two days ago uh, you know, I send out a message for her to uh, send to everybody uh, to be interceding for him. And and last week I talked about in a, turn, the turnaround anointing. But two days ago, uh, she she had made the uh, she sent out a text message saying, "We're going to stop praying and we're going to start praising." Come on, are you with me? That that set inside of me whenever I seen that. Instead of praying, because we done did the prayers. Amen. We already believe the turnaround is already there. And and now we need to get our praise on and start thanking Him. Amen. Thanking God. So so tonight, maybe you have something in your life you just need to start praising Him about. You need to start thanking Him about. You've been asking Him and asking Him. Now you need to just start praising Him for what He is about to do in your life. Uh, That ministered to me so much, Miss Andrea. Uh, whenever you spoke that, and, and so uh, I, I believe we need to get our praise on tonight. Amen. Expect the impossible in our life. I talked about uh, the anointing. I talked about turnaround anointing Sunday morning. I talked about time. There's a time for everything. There's a time for everything. And so tonight, the Lord, you know, impressed on my heart uh, through a through a quote that I had on Sunday morning. Uh, to entitle this message, Seasons. Seasons. Uh, you can't take the season you're in now into your new season. Come on. Come on. You, you, you need to let your old season go so that you can move forward to your new season. Allow God to launch you into your new season. Because there's seasons come and seasons go. And that's what I talked about on Sunday. How there's a time for everything. There's a time for everything in our life. And Ecclesiastes talks about there is a time for everything. And I want to go off with that scripture. Thank you Josh. I didn't have it right here in my notes. So... There is a time for everything and a season for everything, every activity under the heavens. Each one of us are in a season. See, we understand that our surroundings go through seasons. 
But what about the Christians? What do we go through? I mean, we can see how there's all kinds of seasons. There's four seasons, right? There's winter, there's, there's spring, there's summer, and there's fall. There's four seasons. Some seasons we like better than others. Amen? I mean, when it's 102, 103 degrees weather outside, it can be a little bit miserable. Amen? But whenever it's uh, minus, what was it, when a couple years ago, minus 14 degrees outside, that's cold. That, that, that's a season I don't like either. <laughs> but it's that middle season, the fall and the spring, that kind of breathe, breathe life into us. Uh, as we're walking in those seasons, maybe you like the hot weather, maybe you like the cold, cold weather, but there's always a season that we don't like, and there's always a season that we do like. And that's the same thing as Christians, there's so many seasons that we walk through. And sometimes they're real short seasons, and they happen so quick. I mean, it's just like, just like the fall. You know, I, we just, uh, I just recently took a trip to Colorado and, and, and I went one, one week and then I turned around and had to go back the next week. But in that week's time, there was a color change that took place. I mean, it was slowly, gradually happening the first time I went in the first of September. And then the next week I go and everything turned yellow. All the aspens turned yellow. So there's a season, and seasons happen so quick. Now, if I went up there now, there probably isn't any leaves on the trees. I mean, it happens that quick. But it's the same thing in our Christian walk. We walk through seasons of life. We walk through so many seasons of life. There's so many different kinds of seasons that we walk through. Sometimes they're tough seasons. Come on, who am I speaking to tonight? Have you ever been through a tough season? And sometimes they're really good seasons. And it se have you ever noticed whenever it's a good season, it seems like you get to the mountaintop, and then it's like, poof, you get pushed right off. I mean, the moment you get to the mountaintop and you're celebrating is the moment you're tumbling down the mountain. Come on, you don't have time to celebrate. You don't have time to enjoy the victories in your life. And, but, you know, there's seasons come and seasons go. I mean, we see all types of seasons in our life. There's varieties of seasons that transpire in our life. And, and I want to give you some points tonight about some seasons uh, that, that, that go on in our life. In Ecclesiastes, as I, as I talked about, in Ecclesiastes 3.1 says, There's a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. We all walk through seasons. And the first point I want to give you tonight is, we can't pray away God's season. Mm. I don't care how hard you pray, but you can't pray away God's season for your life. God has a plan and He has a purpose for each one of us, but we have to walk through 
You know, the Bible says in, in Psalms 23, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. You know, we, we're walking through the valleys and we're making it to the mountaintops. The Bible says, as deep calls unto deep. You know, in each season, we, we have change in each season. We, but we can't pray away the season that God has planned for our life. We can't pray away God's season. Even though it may be a difficult season, God teaches us each thing in each season that we go through. Have you ever learned in the seasons of your past? I mean, because we want everything and we want it right now. We, we want it to be microwaved. We want it to happen as quick as we can. I mean, the moment the idea or the, or the vision or the dream gets downloaded in your spirit, I mean, we want, it to, we want to make it happen right then. We want it to happen and happen right now. But as it's being downloaded in us, there's a process that you've got to go through. There's a time and a season that we've got to go through. We've got to go through all of those seasons. We can't pray away God's season. God may have you in a difficult season, but you can't pray away His season over your life. Hallelujah. The Lord has purpose in not allowing us to be fruitful all the time. I mean, we always just want fruit all the time. It would be great just to have harvest all the time, wouldn't it? I mean, for the farmers, that would be wonderful. If they could just have harvest all the time. But they don't get harvest all the time. They've got to, uh, they've got to plant. They've got to sow the seed. They've got to water the seed. They've got to fertilize the seed. They've got to get rid of the pest. Come on. There's a process that takes place to get to that season of harvest. You've got to walk through the process. So we can't pray away God's season. If you look at the fruit tree, they do not bear fruit year round. Now, when we were in Paonia, Colorado, and we were right in the middle of an apple orchard. The church that we pastored up there, we had an apple orchard on, uh, on the east side of us, and we had an apple orchard uh, on, the, on the north side of us. And the apples would, would produce on the tree, and, and I'm like, when are they ever going to pick them apples? I mean, why aren't they picking them right, you know, dur you know during the time that they're uh, uh, picking the cherries off the trees? You know, why aren't they doing that? And I found out that those apples had to go through the process. They had to go through the whole summer. I mean, they look great. But I found out if you go and pick them, they are sour. I mean, they're nasty tasting. And, and, but they had to go through the process. So I asked the farmers, I asked them, I said, when is harvest time for these apples? Because they look great. They said, after the first freeze, you had to wait all the way until September to get to pick the harvest off of those trees. Because the, the freeze produces the sweetness in the apple. 
And, and, and you have to go through the process in life. So many times we jump into things too quick and we bite into them too early and they're a little sour. And the Lord's saying, if you just wait just a little bit longer, wait until the freeze comes your direction. Even though you may not like the freeze, wait until the freeze, wait until the season is time for the harvest. Hallelujah. We need, to, we need to identify when the season is of harvest in our life. There's seed time and harvest that goes on in our life. There's seed time and harvest. But we can't pray away God's season. God has a plan. He has a purpose for every season just like that apple. I mean, just like that apple. He had a plan for that apple. Even though I wanted to go pick it early, Lowell. I wanted that thing now because, man, that looked good. I was ready to cut into it and, 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 and eat it up. But they proved, me, proved it to me that you don't want to do that. You've got to wait for the process. And that's the way with our Christian life. We've got to wait, God, wait for God's process. Wait for His next step. Listen to His voice. And as you listen to His voice, you can take the next steps of your journey in your life. You know, when one door closes, another one's going to open. But we got to allow God to open the door and not man to open the door. Too many times we try to force that door, door open. You know what happens when you force a door open that's locked? We had to break, break a door open the other day over here in the, in, the, in the hallway because we didn't have a key for that lock. And old Tiffany kicked the door down, kicked the door in so that we can get in. But it messes things up when you do that. It doesn't allow it to close the way it needs to when we try to force things our, our own. When we don't have the key, we need to allow God to give us the key. We need to allow God to give us that next step to open that door for us instead of us forcing the door open. We can't pray away God's season. Hallelujah. No matter how much of a prayer warrior you are, you can't pray away God's season. God wants to mold us. He wants to shape us in the image that we, He wants us. These seasons are periods destroyed, de destroy our pride in our own ability, and they reinforce our dependency on our significance of God's ability in our life. When we allow the Holy Spirit to operate in our life and take us from season to season to season. Isn't it a lot easier whenever the Holy Spirit opens the door for you? Instead of us trying to open the door. So, number one, we can't pray away God's season. Number two, delays are not defeats. Hmm. Delays are not defeats. So many times we have delays in our life. And as a Christian, we have a delay. We, what do we do when we have a delay? We get aggravated about the delay. We get agitated about the delay. And the Lord's saying delays are not defeats in the kingdom of God and His plan.
In 2 Corinthians chapter number 4 and verse number 6, For God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness hath shineth in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. See, de- delays are not defeats in our life. We need to quit focusing on what looks bad. Amen? We need to quit. So many times we focus on the negative, so much on the negative, we don't see what God is actually doing in our life and allowing to do in our life. So we, we need to quit so, focusing so much on what is behind us and the negative in our life or maybe a bad season that has happened in your life. You know, we get so focused on that bad season that we can't see the good season that God has in store for us. The next level that God wants us to go. And it holds us back. It'll hold us back from getting to the glo- from glory to glory to glory in our life. And so we begin to start focusing on the defeats that have happened in our life instead of looking at the victories that could come out. I mean, Abraham and Sarah could have looked at the defeat that they had in their life whenever they didn't obey God and just wait for, for Isaac. I mean, they went out and they had an Ishmael. I mean, they did it themselves. And they could look at that as a defeat, but God still had another plan. I I don't know what you're going through right now, but the Lord just wants somebody to know tonight, God's got a plan for your life. It's not a defeat. It's not a setback. It's just a setup for your comeback. God is about to launch somebody tonight. You've been too focused on the defeat that's in your life and not focused on the, the... And notice that it's a delay in our life. We need to focus on the next level that God has for us. He takes us from glory to glory to glory. Delays are not defeats in the kingdom of God. Are you getting it tonight? Delays are not defeats in the kingdom of God. We can't pray away God's season. And delays are not defeats. And number, number three tonight. We need to understand God's seasons we need to understand his seasons for our life we we know the four natural physical seasons right here in Oklahoma and they can all happen in one day (laughs) hallelujah it can go from sunny in the morning to freezing at night. Or it can go from a, a, a calm day to a stormy day. From, from, a, from tornadoes on one side of the state to an ice storm on the other side of the state. To sunny on the other side of the state. I mean, it, it can happen all, right? All four seasons can happen right here in Oklahoma. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm glad Oklahoma is not the size of Texas or we'd have probably six seasons. <laughs> we need to understand God's seasons. We've got to understand there's a season for everything in our life. 
seasons. Hallelujah. Prayer is the seasoning for good judgment. Prayer is the seasoning for good judgment. When we have a good prayer life, we're able to judge each one of our seasons. We're, let me put it this way, as the Bible would say, we're able to discern each season of our life and when we're to take the next step in, in, in our next season. And, and, and we've got to have that discernment. We need the discernment of the Holy Spirit to teach us. Holy Spirit, if, I, if we get into prayer and we start drawing closer to God, then God will begin to speak to us and then we'll have an understanding. Come on, are you with me tonight? We'll have that understanding that would be on the inside of our heart and it will show us what steps to take, the steps of righteousness, the steps of peace, the steps of joy in the Holy Spirit. It will teach us those steps if we just begin to pray like we've never prayed before. I, I love this church because this church is a praying church. Hallelujah, we love to pray here. I, I mean, we, we've learned it. There's two times to pray, when we want to and when we don't. Even in a season that you don't want to pray, that's when God wants you to just get on your knees and start praying. Get on your knees and start crying out to God. And that's when God will speak to you the most. In that season of prayer, He will speak to your heart. Has God ever spoke to you and told you to do something? Hallelujah. And you did it. And when you did it, it was just like everybody around you was like, Oh, I'm so glad you obeyed God. I'm so glad you listened to God. And when you listened to God, it, it, just, it just like touched everything in my life. See, we can't pray away God's seasons. Delays are not defeats. And number three, we need to understand God's seasons. We need the discernment of the Holy Spirit of the next season in our life. We need Holy Spirit to download that. Hallelujah. Download God's wisdom and so we can understand God's seasons in our life. Number four, I know I'm going quickly through these, but I just feel like uh, these are... These are some uh, points tonight that I believe will help us and encourage us and strengthen us. Because we need to know, you know, even though we've had a defeated season, that it's only a season. Come on, I just need somebody to hear that tonight. That it's only a season. Maybe you're in a season right now and it's very difficult. Know that it's only a season and this season shall pass. It's going to come and it's going to go. Seasons come and seasons go. God takes us to the next level. I mean, I look back on all of the seasons that we had, Iris and I had in our life. I mean, when we first got married, I took one year of ministry completely off. Because that's what the Lord told me to do. I was a youth pastor at a church in Kingfisher. And I went to the pastor and I said, the Holy Spirit told me I was supposed to take one year of ministry off and devote it all to my wife. Come on. He wasn't real happy when I did that because our youth was just like exploding. People were being touched. But we, I had to go through that season. 
And I devoted my time. Now, I didn't say I didn't stop going to church. I went to church. We helped a church. And, and, and in that process, I just didn't do all the ministry work that I had done in the past. But the Lord said, take that time off. I didn't know why I did it at the time, but now I know why. See, some seasons that you're in, you don't understand why you're in that season and why the Lord told you to go through that season. But there's a reason for that season. And as soon as that season, that year was up, the Lord said, it's time for ministry. Man, I thought I was going to be evangelist right then and there. Both of us did, didn't we? You're not shaking your head, are you? She's not going to agree with me. I wanted to be an evangelist. I wanted to go out and preach all over the world. We got some flyers together. We sent out 500 flyers to 500 different churches. Waiting for a response. We got a response all right. One church responded. I'm like, whoa, God, did I miss you? Did I miss you? Have you ever asked God, have I missed you in the middle of the season? Thinking, God, I, I know I heard from you. I thought I heard from you. God, where are you at in this season? <laughs> I only got one response. But God had another plan. God had another plan. And he opened a door for us to go preach at a church. And they asked us, do you want to take this church? And we're like, no, we don't. We're not ready for a church. We went and preached at the church. And the next thing you know, we're pastoring the church. Hallelujah. And we, but we had to go through those seasons. We had to go through those transitions to get us to the next level. To get us to where we're at right now. And, and, and we went through that season. We went through another season where we, uh, where we pastored another church. And, and then we became evangelism for a season. And we're still in that evangelism world. Hallelujah. Even in, as we're pastoring this church, we're still evangelizing. To God be the glory. We're seeing miracles, signs, and wonders in many churches. Everywhere we go. I just got a report this week from a guy, from a pastor that called me and said, the last revival you did, you, ca you called on this uh, uh, man in our church and you prayed over him and you prophesied over him. And he said this man had been sick for, for two years. Couldn't even walk to his shed. Couldn't even carry things to his shed. I mean, he was just going downhill. And he said, you prayed for him. And I just want you to know, it wasn't me. It was all God. Amen? Are you with me? It was all God. All we did is pray the prayer of faith over him. And God totally healed his body. He said, I just want you to know, this man is out in my youth room, and he's, he's doing all kinds of work. He brought in all of his tools. God has totally healed his body. To God be the glory. Hallelujah. See, when you're in that season, you're wondering, God, are, are you even hearing me? Hmm. Are you even hearing me in this season, God? Are you hearing me? <laughs> we can't pray away God's seasons. And delays are not defeats in our seasons. We need to understand all of God's seasons. We need to hear from God. And number four, are you waiting for God's appointment? Are you waiting for God's appointment? Are you waiting for Him? 
Habakkuk 2 and 3 says, For the vision is yet an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come and not tarry. All we've got to do is wait upon that appointment. Because God has an appointed time. Have you ever said, man, that must have been a God-appointed time? Have you ever had a season where you just said, God, that must have been straight from you because you put the right person in the right place at the right time? Don't you like it when God does that? I mean, it may be an uncomfortable situation for you at the moment, but when you start to look back on it, you're like, wow, God, how did you do that? How did you put all of the pieces of the puzzle together? God, how did you do all of that? Sometimes we just got to wait for God's appointment. We got to wait on him. And it's not going to happen the way we want it to happen. We always got it all pictured in our head and in our mind how everything is going to be mapped out. Well, if that's you, you're a thinker. You're a thinker and you think it all out. But God wants you to know that, hey, I've got a plan and I've got a purpose for you. It may be a season, right? And you may feel like you're in a dry season, but God is about to send forth the rain. At just as he did for Elijah, he's about to do it for you. God is about to release a rain upon your situation. God is about to release a rain on your dry season. Because there's if you're praying for your season to change, you're praying that God will send forth the rain. That's exactly what Elijah did. It was dry for three and a half years. And he put his head between his knees and began to pray. And when he began to pray, all of a sudden he began to speak it out. He began to prophesy it. The rain's on its way. The rain's on its way. Can I speak that over you tonight? The rain is on its way. God is about to release the rain in your season. In your dry season. God is about to release it upon your life. And that's exactly what he did. He sent out his servant seven times. And on the seventh time, the servant came back and said, Hey, I see a cloud the size of a man's hand. Can I tell you? That was an appointed time. Are you waiting for God's appointment? time. Just as he did it for Elijah, he's about to do it for you. And I'm just supposed to speak this and prophesy this over you right now. There's a cloud the size of a man's hand. And it's coming your direction. And God is about to release the floodgates. Not only over you, but over this church. God is about to release the floodgates into your life like you've never experienced before. You've been asking, you've been seeking, and you've been uh, finding what God wants for your life. And God says, I'm about to release it. It's the appointed time. It is the appointed time. Time and there's a release in heaven right now for that appointed time. Are you waiting for God's appoint appointment? Are you waiting for it tonight? Hallelujah. Number five. I like this one. When the Lord speaks a word into our life, it's like a seed. 
When he speaks a word into our lives, it's like a seed. Hallelujah. See, when you plant a seed into the ground, something happens with that seed. You plant it in the ground. And when you plant that seed into the ground, you know what happens to the seed? It dies. I mean, you could, you know, when we get planted, when we, when we plant the seed, when God speaks the word, it just seems like it dies. Have you ever had a word spoke over you, to, over you and it's like, God, how's that going to happen? And all of a sudden, it never happens, and it just seems like it dies. Well, before a seed comes alive, it's got to die. It resurrects. And when that seed comes back to life, it brings forth the fruit. I, I, I need to speak this over somebody tonight because when God's word goes forth into our lives, it's like a seed. It may die first. Come on. Have you ever had that? It died in your life and you're saying, God, is it ever going to happen? And Maybe it's been dead for a long time. Maybe it's been dead for a long time, but it's okay. It's kind of like the bamboo tree. That farmer plants that bamboo tree into the ground. He waters it. He fertilizes it. He does that for five years and nothing happens. Nothing happens to the bamboo tree at all. But on the fifth year, can I just speak this over this church? Come on, I, just, I need to see everybody's eyes just for a second because I, I need you to hear this. Do you realize we have been here for five years helping Pastor Steve and Par out? It'll be that five years in November. But I got to speak this to you tonight. In five years, we may not have seen the seeds that have been planted in the ground. We've been watering it. We've been fertilizing it. But we are in our fifth year. Come on, we're getting ready to step into our fifth year. Holy Spirit just downloaded this in me. We're about to step into our fifth year. Can I tell you what happens on the fifth year to a bamboo tree that has been watered, it's been fertilized, it's been prayed over? It grows 90 feet. In the fifth year. Can I speak something to Epicenter Church? Can I speak something to Sapphire Ministry? Can I speak it to this church? We're about to step into our fifth year in November. This next month. To God be the glory. And as we step in, get ready. Get ready. The ground is about to shake. There's a purging on the ground. And God is about to send forth the purging out of the ground. And there's a growth that is about to come in this next season. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. We're going to see a growth like none other. We've been waiting. And waiting, it was prophesied back in the day. It was prophesied back in the day. 
It prophesied over Pastor Steve and Parr. It's been prophesied over us. And God says, get ready. Revival is about to break out upon this church. To God be the glory. Why? Because when the Lord speaks a word into our lives, it's like a seed. And a seed has to go through the process. Even though we don't see it come out of the ground, you've got to keep watering it. Come on. You've got to keep watering it. You've got to keep sending the fertilizer on it. And you've got to believe it's going to come out of the ground. Can I tell you, we haven't given up. To God be the glory. We haven't given up on the plan and the purpose that God has for this ministry. And God's taken it from glory to glory to glory. And it's our season. Come on, it's your season. It's this church's season. We're about to see a growth like we've never seen before. Hallelujah. God says you've been patient. You've used what you've had till you get what you need. Get ready. Everything that you've needed is about to come to pass. It's about to come to pass. It's about, come on, I'm speaking this over you tonight. It's about to come to pass. Not only for this church, but for your personal life. It's about to come to pass. You're about to see the change that is about to happen. God is about to bring it to pass. God, the words that God has spoken over your life prophetically, you may have been holding on to it for 20, 35 years. I don't know how long you've been holding on to it. But the Lord says, it is due season. It is your due season. It's your due season. Grab a hold of that word. Hallelujah. It hasn't gone to waste. It's about to spring up. Just like a bamboo tree. It's about to spring up in your life. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I can feel that deep down inside of me tonight. There's something that is about to spring forth. There is something that is about to sprout out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you know, I, I was wondering this, this year, what in the world I was doing to my yard. Because... I had a bunch of dips in my backyard. And every time it would rain, it would look like a lake in my backyard. And I was like, for, for how many years have we been there? 11 years. I'm like, I got to fix this problem. And, and, and so, you know what I did? I called a, a, a sand company and I told them, bring me a load, a whole truckload of sand. I mean... Iris probably thought I was nuts when I did this. And you know what I did? I started evening out. Well, me and Joshua, we started evening out that backyard. Can't leave him out because he helped out. And we put in a water sprinkler system. And we started evening it all out. Now, th through that season, it was pretty hard in our house. Because we had a lot of sand come into our house because we got dogs. Come on, messed up our area rug, and I probably owe Iris an area rug now, but in that season, it was a difficult season, it was a dry season, but we kept on watering it. We kept on watering it, and kept on watering it, and I kept taking pictures of it, 
I send it to Rick. I say, look, Rick, I got a little bit of grass coming up. And I'm sure on the other end, he was probably laughing at me. And you got a little bit coming up in that area, but you got a whole bunch of sand out there. I mean, it looked terrible. But in the end, hallelujah, Ecclesiastes says the end of the matter is better than the beginning. (laughs) To God be the glory. All of a sudden, we kept sowing that seed into the ground. And that Bermuda seed just took way. And I'm telling you, where we put all of that sand, with my bare feet, I can walk on that grass. (laughs) I can't even walk across the kitchen floor barefooted. But on that grass, I can walk on it. Why? Because it came in thicker than it was. To God be the glory. I mean, it's like carpet in areas in my backyard. It didn't start out that way though. The seed had to die. And then it came alive. And when it came alive, it made it all smooth and green. Made it look good. But there was a difficult season in the process. You may be going through a difficult season, but no, it's only a season. And you've heard me say this before, you're being seasoned for your season. Come on. Who am I speaking to tonight? You're being seasoned for your season. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sometimes you got to go through some difficulties. Sometimes you got to go through the fire to be seasoned for the season that you're in right now. Hallelujah. Seasons come and seasons go. And when you're in God's season, at the right time, you're going to see the fruit just like we have. We're going to see. Rick, get ready. Pam, get ready. We're going to see. It's been a difficult season. But get ready. We're going to see the flourishment. Debbie, we're going to see the flourishment. Hallelujah. We're going to see that tree grow 90 feet. We're going to see this church grow so quick. Grandma Shirley, we're going to see it grow so quick. Hallelujah. It's not going to be. It's not going to be because of big lights out, on, out in the parking lot. It's not going to be because that's going to be because of the Holy Spirit's going to draw people in. Hallelujah. There's not going to be enough room in our place for the people that is to come. Thanks for listening. We hope you will stay connected by subscribing to our podcast and becoming a partner to our ministry. Go to BreakthroughEvangelism.com for our evangelism ministries and EpicenterChurchOK.com to connect with our church. Be sure to follow us on all our social media platforms. We want you to be blessed.